Hey everybody, uh, thank you for joining the Good Muscle Hustle Radio. This is episode four, I believe. Um, today's episode, I bring on Keani Brooks, who is a personal trainer and coach located in the Olathe area. He's been in the industry for 10 years. Um, he has rebuilt his personal training business twice in that time frame um, and he's got a lot of insights um, on just the coaching side so this is a great episode for all the trainers and coaches out there that are um, you know curious about about that process um, we also touch on you know what what makes people successful with their health and fitness journey so this is a, an episode for everybody, I believe. Um, lots of good points. Uh, again, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, you know, hit the hit the heart button or whatever you do on podcast, um, and enjoy the episode. Awesome. Welcome to Good Muscle Hustle Radio. I am here with my next guest, Kiani. Uh, thanks for being here, man. I appreciate your time. Uh, let's just give everybody, uh, you know, who you are, what you do, and and what you got going on. Uh, well, first off, you kind of threw it out there. My name's Kiani. Um, I'm here. I'm actually located in uh, Olathe, Kansas. Um, I operate my business out of Leewood, Kansas, um, so a little ways away from headquarters there. But <laughs> that's that's myself. <laughs> Um, I've been in the, the fitness industry, um, a personal trainer for right around uh, 10 years now, total. Um, started out where most people start out at a commercial gym, 24-hour fitness was where I started at. Um, I was there for about two and a half years uh, before I decided to uh, take my business independent. Um, and just from there, it kind of just grew. Um, I've been to multiple different facilities just to try to find my perfect fit and I've been where I currently am now um, since 2018 so this seems like it's home so um, yeah man I, I've, I've been doing this for a while uh, I would be lying if I told you I knew I would be doing this uh, I, I didn't think I was be doing this it was it was just like your typical kind of cliche story uh, athlete one to still you know kind of be an athlete and, and work with people that want to get in shape um, and to be completely honest, it was the easiest thing to get into right after school <laughs> that my degree let me do um, before I, you know, I originally wanted to be a firefighter. So I uh, thought I wanted to jump into the academy and go to school for that. And, um, it only took me a month to be a personal trainer to know like, hey, I like this a lot. So yeah, that's that's awesome, dude. Uh, that's fast. crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so yeah, so you kind of went into how you got started. Um, let's see, how about, uh, so I, I'm curious, how was your, your experience, uh, in those first two years at the 24 hour fitness? How was that whole like commercial environment for you? Um, you know what it was, it was fun the first year or so, um, I had some cool mentors under my belt as far as like, you know, who I shadowed there. Um, they had been with the company itself for years. I want to say the 
the master trainer that was on staff with us there probably was there for 20 years. Um, so I got to shadow him for most of my time um, when it comes to that. And it was one of those things where um, I quickly knew that, and this may be bad to say that, some of those people that are there are just kind of just going with the motions. Even, even though he was there for 20 years, I mean, I can just tell that he just found a consistent rhythm, you know, to retain clients. And, you know, he was very prideful in the hours that he worked and that was it, you know, and you can tell he took only certain types of clients and that was it. Um, and I knew quickly after a shadow on him for, you know, a little over a month that I didn't want to be that kind of trainer. You know, I wanted to be able to operate and work with everyone from, you know, kids to, you know, young adults to, you know, the elderly, you know, if I could help anyone reach any type of goal, um, I was going to, you know, do what I had to do to, to retain that type of client. So um, that kind of took for me to really dig deep and understand um, people individually, um, because I was 24 years old when I started and I had no experience with not only training other people, um, but training lifestyle client, like general population people, like I just was an athlete. And so I knew how to make, you know, for example, a, a kid probably faster, uh, it, you know, relatively stronger. And even at that time, I was nowhere near strong. I just was in, in shape. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was an eye opener. I just, you, you're in those corporate gyms and you see all types of people. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, you get the, the average or the consistent gym goers that are in the mornings, you know, those five o'clock hours to about seven, you're like, okay, these people are committed. They're here on time, all the time. They're rolling. And then you get the, the mid morning people that are just like, ah, uh, they can come on their lunch breaks. So they're just trying to quickly get in and out. Um, and then you work with people that are in the afternoon and that's just like peak time. And you're just like, holy crap, this is just like a big social group out here. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to everyone and see their high school or you know just got off work so they want to gossip about how sucky work was <laughs> like <laughs> funny you know and, and you're forced to you know walk the floor when you're a trainer at those type of gyms right to go out yeah. meet, bring in clients see if you can get any leads work the front desk checking people in you know saying hi and saying the buys and it's it's funny right and and it's it also put a lot of stress on you as a a person trying to build some type of business because uh, you're you're not clocked in or on the clock making any money unless you're actually actively on the floor or making cold calls like things like that if you're not you're forced to clock out so I just was like how does a person live off this and luckily I was you know young and didn't have much responsibility here I'm two kids in now I'm like oh. <laughs> So uh, it, it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, I did like it. Um, I cherish every experience, good or bad, doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, cool. But after two and a half years, I had serviced a lot of sessions um, just because I was really ambitious and I had the best retention with clients always coming back. And you know, I was top sales, you know, for months and months. Master trainer before my second year, just session service. So it was. I knew that I had a, a pretty cool future with this. Clients were telling me, hey, you know, the reason why I went independent in the first place is because a client firsthand told me like, hey, you know, I'd much rather, you know, 
pay you individually and not give them anything. And, you know, you take your services somewhere else, even if it's at my house. So what 24 hours was I went to train that person at their house every, you know, afternoon. And that was my foot in, you know, out the door to say, Hey, I think I can do this. But of course it's always scary when it's just a thought and you haven't done it. You're like, how am I supposed to do this? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what would you say in that, uh, more corporate environment like what was your biggest challenge like getting things going for you you know what it's one of the the biggest challenge that i found in the beginning and the one number one thing i worried about believing was how am i going to constantly generate clients you know like because 24 hour fitness would hand you people or there's a long list of people that are interested in inquiring and training so you just make those calls either get to have a good conversation and get them in or they're like, ah, stop calling me. You called me 50 times. Like, so that was the first thing I thought of was like, you know, leaving the gym setting, like, and not having clients fed to me, like, how am I going to, you know, branch out network marketing and all that stuff to get people in. And that was not my expertise. You know, my major in college was exercise science and a minor in coaching. Like it was, I had not, I knew nothing about business itself. And what I can say I took away from 24 hour fitness itself was just the general idea of the business of personal training and how to operate that in some way, shape or form, um, scheduling, you know, holding people accountable when it came to that, um, knowing how you wanted a system of invoices and things coming, all those things, right? Like the, 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 the nitpicky things corporate America takes you through and, um, that's what I can say I really got from it was, you know, meeting all types of people and being able to, to relate and conversate, well, you know, not just one specific type of person, um, but also just the business of personal training and, you know, how I knew I wanted to kind of start it up. And, but the scariest part was, you know, taking that step and leaving and saying, oh crap, like one, am I going to get in trouble for taking clients with, or probably, <laughs> So how am I going to get away with this right now? And um, luckily I, I started a different job um, at a school district to just like be kind of like a para. Um, and then I coached high school kids at that time. Um, so I coached first and then I later got into football coaching. So uh, once I did like a year of that, then I was like, okay, now I think I'm, I can, you know, take clients out of there. So I started training, you know, independently, um, from I would train clients at 4 a.m. in the morning, like two or three. And then I would shoot to the school to work for like eight hours. And I would shoot back to go coach for two hours. And I would shoot back to the gym to train. Oh my God. I know. It was like six hour days. Like, jeez. My wife was still, my wife was still fresh in our relationship. And I tell you how many moods I had. And, we bumped heads all the time and it was like, Oh, Hey, got me. I'm like, I want to go to sleep. Like, but <laughs> I quickly knew that training was the one thing I wanted to go hundred percent. So I gave that school job, you know, just a semester. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to just take the leap of faith and do it all a hundred percent. And that summer of 2016, I did. Um, and I was just amazed how fast it just within that, you know, six, seven, eight months of the remaining of the year, you know, I was, you know, fully servicing clients, you know, at least 
up to 30 hours a week already. And wow. not consistent, but, you know, on a good week, I'll have 30 hours and then sometimes it will be 20. You know, it's just getting people or letting them get the experience. And, um, yeah, and that's just kind of like the, the biggest experience. When you when you jumped out on your own, um, did you keep uh, most of the the clientele that you were already working with? I think I took, if I remember, because to believe it or not, I still have those clients today. Wow, I left twenty four, and that was I left in fifteen, and I no, yeah, I left in fifteen and started at a new facility that January of sixteen. And I still have those clients today that I've had since 13 when I started at 20. Wow. So talk about riding up. <laughs> yeah. That whole time. And I've changed facilities three times and they've kind of time. I'm like, man, you must really like me. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I think I only took um, three clients, maybe wow. four. So out of gonna- out of the 20 I had there, um, just because it's just honestly, one, the location I was at just didn't fit the commute for clients. Um, two, they already had a system of training there and working out there, and it was just easy for their work schedules and livelihood. Um, and, you know, three, they just, it made them nervous. They didn't know how it was going to be. They trusted me. Um, but maybe they just didn't trust themselves too much to stick with it. Like having that full fledged gym environment kind of helps some people, right? Like people around them working in the private setting, wasn't it? Because I went to private studio after that. Mm. So the one-on-one true, like some people just get anxiety behind. I did a console with a person just this week and they've been online coaching with me for months, like eight months. But the first time they came in facility with me, like they, full on told me like I'm having pure anxiety like I'm, I'm nervous and we I mean it's empty in here you know during mid-morning hours and you know wow. it's just, so it just it's people still generate that anxiety of just you know having to one answer to you know the commands of you know training and and making sure things are you know properly going as far as like mechanics and movements and um, it makes people nervous like they don't want to they don't want to let you down or look like they're not doing what they're supposed to do um that you programmed for them for months so, yeah <laughs> like oh he's gonna see i'm <laughs> like no no <laughs> wow so you you basically like went out on your own and then had to build like the whole thing and i i did that um i do that twice wow so i left one that i was at that new place i transferred to here um, before, you know, the ownership was, we thought was a good friend of ours and we helped him start opening this facility himself and, um, quickly found out that money is just how he operated. And he saw that our businesses were growing and kind of flourishing. And so he wanted a piece of that. Um, and when we kind of laid the ground, I was like, Hey, that's just not fair. You know, he's like, well, it's either that or the kind of the high road. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I have to leave. Um, yeah, I had to, I literally only was able to take half my clientele because again, I went all, all the way across town. Like, cause that was the first place I could find. And yeah, crazy. Oh yeah. You're, you're set in stone now. <laughs> uh, I'm you not, can do it. 
you can do it over and over again. That's that's wild. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, let's see. I let's let's go into um, with the clients you've helped and everybody everybody that you've worked with. What are what are a few staples uh, or things that separate the ones that see great results? Um, what do they do well? What are they consistent with um, versus like people that don't tend to see as good of results in, in, in your experience? Um, I would say two things. One, believing in themselves and knowing that they're capable um, because let's be honest, some people kind of sign the dotted line with us and think that, you know, because they signed a dotted line, they're going to get the results instantaneously, you know? They think that just comes with having a trainer. Everyone that has a trainer, you know, or, you know, fit because that's just how it goes. But no, that's not how it is. Um, they don't believe in themselves. They they put all their faith in and glory and believing into the into the trainer, but not into themselves. Um, so they have to understand and believe that they're capable of doing it. That's one. Two, it just holds accountable. That's it. You know, be consistent with that accountability is what you know separates the client from having the consistent success and the client having any success at all um and being honest with themselves too if i had to add another one like it's just i can't tell you how many times i've had conversations and they would full-fledged try to make me believe that they're doing everything they need to that they're accounting for everything they're putting in in their mouths like they're not you know having these celebratory beverages, you know, more often than they should, um, they will convince themselves like entirely that I'm doing everything. And then, but the system that I run when it comes to nutrition, I see it all. Um, and I can see if you're kind of, you know, filling the blanks and not really telling the truth. And it's like, Hey, but let's be honest with ourselves. We've been doing this for six months, let's say, you know, and our results are, had been stalled for a long time. Why do you think that is? And um, I pride myself on communication with clients and be able to have those hard conversations. Like it may not be the funnest and it may, you know, make some emotional, but uh, I want them to see and know that I care for them deeper than just the results. Like I want you to, you know, fix these long-term bad habits that you've had and let's fix them, right? Let's, let's make this really a part of, uh, make this a lifestyle, like not just a part of but your lifestyle so that you feel better consistently so if i had to say what truly separates you know clients having success and not it's just 100 percent accountability communication and honesty with themselves not just me but themselves like that's really it yeah uh i i love your first thing there of like just believing in yourself because that i think that like fundamentally is a huge piece of the puzzle that people will miss like again like you said like they sign up and they're like all right cool like i've got the trainer like i'm gonna see it and it's like if you don't believe you can do these things like it doesn't matter (laughs) like it doesn't matter how hard we work on our ends like you've got to believe in yourself i think that's a huge if i mean maybe the most important piece you know i mean i always just kind of sports is just 
refer everything back to sports. It's like, you know, you can't be a kid that wants to play quarterback, right? And you go in and because you have a quarterback coach, you're going to just be a quarterback and be legitimate. No, you have to, one, do the work consistently. Two, listen to what the coach is saying. And three, believe that you can be the starting quarterback or else nothing works. Like, you can't just sign up back coach and throw the ball a few times like I'm a quarterback no you're not a quarterback like you have to to get that title as being the quarterback and one of those things is believing you're capable of it and not just putting it all in the hands of the coach and I think you probably get this a lot too is that a lot of people or a lot of clients put a lot of pressure on you to deliver the success for them and that's just not how it works I can't tell you you know how many times that I've sat here and you know, had a client that, you know, just kept hitting these roadblocks. And then I find myself blaming myself like, hey, what am I doing wrong that's not helping this person get there? And what can I do to fix it? Like, and I go in these constant battles with myself, like, am I failing this person? And really, I also have to have that, that self-talk and say, hey, look, they have to do the work too. And you can't do everything. Yeah. You have those hard conversations and you know, then the client really acknowledges it and they respect you for that, believe it or not. Like they're, mm. they're, they're, they're okay with having that tough love because that tough love is going to get them the results. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else. I, I had it and it slipped. Uh, so uh, I know you do in person and you do online, you mentioned online and you do uh boot camps as well right correct i do a little um, bit little little everything <laughs> um what would you say i guess how do you do things maybe differently client to client um, from like in person to online and maybe boot camps could be a completely different thing um where do you see the difference and how do you personally kind of, cause I know like an in-person client, there's kind of a different cadence, you know, to follow with an in-person versus like an online. Well, you, you right away assume that a person that wants online coaching has a true reason why they're picking to do that. Either one, they're just not local and they're away. Um, and two, they have, the bigger pieces already intact. They just need you to kind of, you know, lay the blueprint for them so they can just follow it. Um, that's majority what online coaching is for me, at least, um, is providing the tools for them to be successful. Um, most of my online coaching is, um, I want to say 85%, maybe not, 85% to 90% is nutrition. Um, yeah. As it's just extended that way, the training and the working out isn't the hard part. Um, most people that work with, uh, want the training, they, they get in facility with me. Um, so that's kind of what the, takes the, the different approach for each of those. Um, but to be honest, when I do get a client that gets 100% nutrition and um, training, it's one of those things where I try to, to simulate the same fashion as they would get here in person, right? Yeah. Um, giving coaching cues it's you know video memos and tutorials if they need them like things like that and it's extended work because i'm a one-man show behind this brand um but 
if I can make their experience as um, replicated as possible to being here in person, um, I love it. And and it's I'm in the situation now where like people that are local and they're online coaching with me is just because I don't have the availability to get them in. Um, and so some people hop online because it's a way of kind of securing their spot and saying, hey, look, when you do have something, can I slide in there? Um, but honestly, I just I try to keep the two as similar as possible because I want them to have the full blown training and coaching experience um, online as people do in person. Um, it's just you're able to hold the person's hand here. You're able to see the, um, the level of intensity right like people entirely way too often why am i not getting results why am i stalling you know why is this whoa you know send me you know some of your sets and reps and then you quickly see like your intensity is just not there um or uh, to be honest the people that are in person with me sometimes they're like i just want this and then i train them and see them try to take extended breaks see them trying to kind of talk their way out of it i'm like this is (laughs) like the level of intensity is just not there and then so i do a lot of because i don't have a lot of time to train by myself individually i'll hop in a session with the client then they see my my level of speed is different of course but they're like god like i'm dying i'm oh this is a whole different piece but this is a general idea of the level of intensity you should have if you want to replicate the results you're you're we're having the conversation about weekly um, yeah that's different, right it's like the in-person gives you the to see that level of them and say hey look, we have to fix this where online i can't give them that i just have to send me video memos if they can or um have that honest conversation in writing and and explain it all to me walk me through your entire week you know, what does your day look like? You know, how long are you in the gym? You know, you know, are you able to get through the entire program? If not, why? Like those questions. Yeah, I think that's the the biggest uh, gap on my end as well is like, you know, in person, it's like I'm there to drive. Like, you know, like when usually when people will stop, they have about 10, 15 reps left. <laughs> you know so in person it's like all right like you've got 10 more and they're like wait what like yeah and then you take them that far and they're like oh like that's what that feels like versus yeah. you know being in the all- online environment and like I can tell I'm like looking at the sets and reps and I'm like okay you did all the reps and I was expecting like eight and I you legit- did all 10 every time I legit had a client this morning. Actually, it's funny we're talking about that. I had a client this morning within the first five minutes. She's like, how in five minutes I'm already dying and sweating my ass off. I'm like, (laughs) this is the level of intensity it should be, right? It's This is the load of weight you should have on the bar. And and, and this just comes with a lot of people being conservative for themselves. They're afraid to take that next step, right? To add that extra five pounds on the bar or 10 pounds, whatever it may be. Uh, they don't trust themselves again. Like, understand that you are capable and you've been running this program for you know six weeks now. It's time to progress. If we don't progress, we get nowhere. Um, and I'm in here forcing the progress and I'm like, okay, like this is how I should be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm learning, you know, 
as I get a little bit further into the online coaching is like, I think, you know, as a coach, um, you know, I, and, and this transfers over to like anything in life, but you've got to be able to like reflect and go, okay, you know, how can I do things better to, you know, provide the better experience for those clients to, you know, I mean, ultimately like our job at the end of the day is to produce results for people. So it's like, okay, if things like if, if there's a gap and like, you know, people aren't getting results or whatever it is, like, what am I doing on my end? And so I'm, I'm, I'm figuring out like, cause <clears throat> I've been in person, you know, the last seven years. So like going into this online environment is, is, and it and essentially like a skill, just like anything else, just like learning how to do a movement, you know, like it's, it's all skill. So I'm like, okay, I'm understanding, like, I need to be able to like communicate, um, you know, the, the, the level of exertion needed in like that whole realm with people of like, Hey, like a scale one to five or whatever, like five is like, you're on the floor dying. And one is like, man, like that was pretty easy. Like, how can I help people understand and change their per perception of like what hard is because like in person it's easy because i can take people and be like see that that was a five like that's what we need like at this point in the program and being able to communicate that online is definitely like a skill it is it is and and then it's you know when you've been in the industry as long as i have and i've been operating the online coaching component of my business probably not super long, but probably the last three to four years legitimately um, is that you find yourself still having to not try to do all the work. So what my advice to you is saying, hey, look, don't don't get so used to trying to hold the person's hand or forcing it down their throat. They have to figure it out because they're the coach to be able to do this on their own. And I have that conversation too, like all the time. Like some people think, you know, yes, I'm very blessed and fortunate to have people stay with me for, you know, eight plus years. Uh, but when you first come through the door, my goal is to, to teach you the mechanics, the, the fundamentals, the, the general idea of nutrition enough to where you're able to do this by yourself and you don't need me. Like that's truly your lifestyle now. And I want that. Like my goal is not to keep you stuck here forever. Yes, I'm providing of course, and I need to consistently have that service or you know, some business goes down the drain. <laughs> but I want them to be able to do it on their own. And I think that helps me, right? Yeah. Because love and passion in it, um, outside of just, you know, the money I need to make for the business to keep flowing. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the online realm is a whole different skill. It is. It's, yeah. it's conversation yeah. um, a whole different um intervention with the client to try to really get them to tell you everything because yeah. people that you get online coaching you just don't even know personally so that first you know what people don't understand with the whole thing is like that first you know two to three months really is me just trying to understand you like and how yeah. your, your body role nutritionally too like I, you can't just learn somebody nutritional function in three months like no like uh, I, you gotta understand like, this is the long-term thing and if you're not you know going into it mentally saying you know i'm gonna commit to this for a year 
then it isn't going to work. It won't work. Yeah. That's, that's gold right there. Cause that's the bit like when, uh, so I really started going and we had a conversation last year sometime earlier. And so like last year, probably about six, seven months ago is when I was like, all right, like I'm really act like for real going to do online stuff. Cause I was, you know, kind of dabbled here and there. And, and, um, that was, uh, the big thing for me online, um, is like understanding, you know, like you've, they've, they, they have to have like their part of the responsibility, but also because it is online, I don't get to see you. And like you said, you got to figure this person out. Like not only like the nutrition side and all that, but like mentally, like what kind of person this is, you know? So you got, there's like a huge runway. And so like I started doing like a three month, like 90 days. And I was like, this is just not like I, <laughs> there's no way. First started, I was like, I do not want any part of this. Like, this is a whole different headache. I'm not ready to handle. Yeah. If I want to, like, let me just go back to in person. It's much better. I like, <laughs> like in person. So I, that emotion for real. Like, it's just, yeah, it's it's hard. It is hard. Yeah. Like, I I used to catch myself thinking about like, there's these coaches that are 100 percent online, like. How do you function entire business online? Like, are you glued to a laptop all day? Like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, and I've, you know, already caught myself in that point where I'm like, you know, almost taking too much responsibility for those online people, you know, and I'm having to like, hold up, like step back, like on my end, like, I'm doing everything that I can and, but they have to do X, Y, Z. And if they're not doing that, then, then yeah, like I can send them a a voice memo and say, Hey, like, these are the things that we need to be doing to, you know, get X, Y, Z. And that's, that's what I do, you know? And if if they don't get it done, then. It's the same conversations their bosses have at work. Yeah, exactly. Sit behind your desk and do nothing. Like, that's not how it works. And you're not going to get promoted like that. that You've been asking me for, for months, like that promotion is not coming. It's, it's the same thing, man. It's like, Hey, you have those internal battles with yourself. Like, Hey, look, I really need to stop, you know, investing so much emotion into this because, you know, Mm -hmm. they're not caring. I can, I've had to have those conversations and now I run a system with my online coaching specifically. Like if you don't check in for two weeks, more or more like two weeks minimum then i reach out via you know my client portal that i communicate them to or if i have their personal mess uh, um phone number i'll text them and if it takes them a while to message back and they still go another week i just deactivate their accounts as bad as that sounds and say hey look this person never was bought in anyways and literally nine times out of ten times they acknowledge it they're just feeling shame because they had one bad week just a bad thing and I'm like look like that's not how it works it shouldn't be that way like yeah don't abandon yourself yeah doing this like understand and and truly believe you can and be honest with me and tell me when you're messing up it's all right to mess up I am far from it so yeah anything for you and I try to be as transparent as I can via social media too about that. Like, yeah. you know, you're acting like all my ducks are in a row and that, 
you know, I eat chicken, rice, and broccoli. All the <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to work out. It happens though, right? Yeah. It, it's, yeah, so it's funny. I, I have to say, I used to find myself chasing clients, chasing them. Like, hey, where are you at? Why are you not checking in? And I have to understand, like, by them signing up for online coaching, they invested into that accountability piece that they have to hold themselves to. And I can't, I can't do that. I only can do so much. I will do my part in reaching out and communicating in the terms of what we agreed on. But if it requires me to call you on the phone, you're just not going to see me. And then now you're going to look at your investment being wasted. And I've had, you know, a couple of bumps in a row where people are just like, Oh, like, you know, he just didn't give me the attention that I needed or wanted. Right. I'm like, no, like that's not how it works. Like not how the trainer can't do more work than you're willing to do for yourself. Yeah. Like lay here and expect things to fall in your lap. Like with yeah. any, your health is very important. And I think they miss that piece. Like, like you understand if you keep going on this pattern of destruction for yourself, like your health is going to be compromised in a very negative way. And yeah. we don't try to prevent that. Yeah. I've had multiple, uh, you know, voice memos that I've sent out over the last probably month or so. And I've just been like, Hey, like, it's not my job to be judgmental. Like I want, <laughs> like, if you mess up, like, Hey, I'm not going to be like, wow. Like, like I need to know that stuff so I can help you. Like as your coach, like I'm not, I, my job is not to look at your stuff and go and judge and be any kind of judgmental. Like I look at that and go, okay, how can we improve? How can we help you work through this stuff? But if I don't know, I can't help you at all. To be, to be honest, man, like Alex, I look for people to tell me more bad than good. Like I look for them to tell me, oh, and that's one of my questions on my weekly check-in is like, pretty much what negative came out of this week and how can we improve on that? Like I want to hear, and I want it very in depth. I don't need the generic bullet form. (laughs) That drives me nuts. And client that hearing this, eventually they're going to, there'll be other bouts that like, no, I need explanations. And I would ask you to resend that check-in again, because I need to understand this is why online coaching is a thing. Like I can't coach you appropriately if I don't understand entirely of what's going on emotionally good or bad and that's when us trainers and coach become therapists right to <laughs> like start telling you a little bit of the extra things you whether it's family or relationships or you know things like that work problems and that's okay too because we're also here to help with stress management and how yeah. can you know um, control that and navigate that so yeah it's i look for way bad than good you know and cl- yeah. and cl- that on my end is I don't care to hear the negative. I want to make sure that I can help you through it. And if I don't know anything, I can't help. So therefore I'm thinking everything is, you know, all peaches over here. Like, ah, uh, I see a little bit of weight loss trending. I'm happy. I see macros met, you know, goals set, you know, biofeedback, good, like steps on point, like hydration, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. But if there's deeper problems and why, you know, I asked you to answer the, you know, how consistent was your training protocol? And you're like, it wasn't good. And then you just say, uh, it just was a bad week. I'm like, I need you to elaborate on that. Mm, like, yeah. Like, bad week and how we can fix it and make not replicate this next week. 
like so yeah yeah uh yeah i think um from all that i mean to anyone listening that is like starting or maybe thinking about like getting a coach i think their their biggest takeaways would be um if they do hire a coach like just complete open communication hoping like you get a good coach that's not going to be like a dickhead (laughs) you know but being completely open with communication with your coach because like that's what they're there for is to help you through all that shit um and uh the consistency behind that so the adherence of like just doing the little things daily that need to be done um and and believing in yourself i think those are like boom i think we hit those on the on the head just all you know, big pieces and components to having not only success with the client, but a successful business too long-term in this industry. It's like, you know, you can't uh, replicate the, re- the relationships you build with these people. And, you know, we're driven off of just, you know, pretty much a word of mouth. Yeah, we got Instagram and social media components to network and market ourselves the way we want. Um, but truly it's all word of mouth, like experience matters. And, um, if a, a client sees that, you know, you truly care and, and put your best foot forward to help a client, they're going to go tell a friend and the friend's going to tell a friend. And then you got the whole family in here. I mean, I can't tell you how many families I've trained, you know, from mm-hmm. his daughter all the way up to the husband. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those things to say, hey, look, you know, my brand is more than the brand. Um, and that's why, you know, i you know, created the, the mantra and the motto of, you know, key to fitness family, you know, we are family. It's not just, you know, a training establishment or just some, some small business that's just, you know, trying to spit out results. Like I want you guys to understand that I'm going to care for you as if you're one of my own um, and we're going to all become better together. And that's just how it's going to operate. People buy into that, right. They want to be a part of that. And want to be you know a piece of that puzzle and um but you just got to stick behind that as a coach and, and also accountable as if you're you know their older sibling or their parents like they have so yeah yeah i love that i love that um so let's uh we'll we'll switch gears just a teeny bit um let's go into um kind of rewinding back to uh, the beginning, but, um, what did you find was the biggest hurdle getting to where you are now? Um, honestly, trying to find balance in all of it. Um, when it comes to family, when it comes to growth, um, with the business, um, finding different paths to go with the business and where the business should go. Um, whether I wanted to continue doing online coaching or not, like trying to find things are going to benefit brand itself um, and how I can better make it replicate, you know, who I am as a person and how it's going to, you know, expire into that. Um, I think those are kind of my biggest hurdles. Um, If I had to be honest though, it would just be balance, like trying to balance all of it. Like, you know, I have a pretty big family now. I get all family. Um, but even then, like when me and my my wife now, but girlfriend then, like when we were dating, it was like, you know, understanding like, hey, I have to do these hard hours of trying to generate clients and, 
you know, the expectations of, you know, Hey, I may not be there on Saturdays and I may not be there Sundays. Like just trying to find that balance and giving her time too. Right. And now two little ones and now I have to try to find that balance. And, you know, I compete as you know, too, which yeah, your entire life. <laughs> it's, um, trying to juggle all that is, is hard. It's yeah. very exhausting um, I'm never I'm not always the perfect husband father and you know coach sometimes like but that's just me being human right mm-hmm. um, I think people respect and, and and appreciate that you know the transparency of me trying to balance it all uh, but now I think I have a, a better you know handle on all of it um, as far as the business goes you know being you know I guess six was it six years now almost seven years independent and you know 10 years total in the industry it's like hey if you don't got it figured out now like, <laughs> figure it out buddy all these kids you'll be all right <laughs> uh, but um yeah it, it's it's a better balance and just having um i i pride the support of my wife like it's just like she's been with me through the start into where it is now and you know if it wasn't for her Ending every different avenue of of what the business entailed, then I would not be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like that is oh, now I'm a pro athlete at it, so it 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 it's beneficial to me financially. But for a long time, it was not, and it was just like I was chasing something that you know, in her eyes, probably looked like ah, like is it that serious? And can you even get it? And now she's just like, oh, okay, I, I see, you know, it's something that you love to do. You know, you only can do it in these certain times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to, to, our, to our ladies, man, because I, I, I'm 100% there too. Um, you know, I think especially like starting out in the industry, like, I mean, you've got, you've got to spend the, like even like in the commercial setting, like you've got to be there you've got to have, you know, members see your face. Like you've got to spend like a ridiculous amount of hours in the beginning, you know, just to build it up. So like, you know, my girlfriend right now, like she's been here from the very beginning and like have seen like just the crazy amount of like hours put in. And, and I'm like at that same point too, like, you know, okay, making sure like the balance is there. Like when I go home, it's like, all right, I need to turn it off, which doesn't happen every time. Like I'm not perfect at it, (laughs) but I try to make sure like, all right, I'm walking through this door. Like it's her time. I got to be here. I got to be present. And, you know, and, and, and there's, there's times like with the gym, like where it's just, I fucking, I I've got to, I've got to do stuff. So like, even when I get home, I'm like still like, you know, going through some shit, but she's, been uh you know she understands and is 100% like supportive of that and you know on my end like just making sure like all right like you have Sunday off I'm gonna make sure that I take Sunday off and we just we do our thing and we hang out and we get that time but yeah I think balance is a huge thing and I think like what you said with you know like seeing where the business goes and like seeing these other avenues I think that definitely takes like the self-reflection aspect and being able to be honest with yourself and go, okay, like what's realistic? How can I 
you know, leverage my skills and make sure that there is still growth. I think people kind of, you know, get too locked into like one thing and they just burn out. And it's like, we, there's other things we can do, um, you know, other education we can go into. And, you know, it takes a little bit of like, all right, you got to step back every, you know, whatever, every quarter or whatever, and be like, all right, like, is what I'm doing good in the terms of like, am I happy with what I'm doing? Are my clients happy? Um, is the growth realistic? And sometimes, you know, those conversations are hard to have with yourself of like, I got to change this, like this has to happen. <laughs> and I mean, sometimes, I mean, again, it's human nature is sometimes yourself caught up in, and seeing what other people are doing, right? And you're like, ah, maybe I should be doing that. Yeah. All the time in the past is just like, you know, and it took me a while to find out, you know, what makes me authentic of what I do? Like what makes key to fitness key to fitness? Like yeah. different from everyone else. And once you find that, it, you're right. You just have to lock in on that and, you know, find different avenues to, to present that to the public and replicate that in your training. Right. Whether that's, you know, you pride yourself on, you know, strength and if that's what it is and roll with that, like that you're catering to that clientele and don't try to put everyone through that. I can't tell you how many times I've seen, you know, guys in the industry that are just like full blown power lifters and that's all they do. Right. And then they get these, these clients, these, you know, general pop clients and they try to put them through those ringers and I see them deadlift in the earth. And I'm just like, <laughs> why? Like, why don't, are you trying to get them ready for a competition? Is that something they want to do? And then next thing you know, they're not around anymore. Yeah. Why? Nine times out of 10, they probably got hurt. Like it's, it's something that you have to really invest your time in understanding people, yeah. like understanding people and, and avoiding these hurdles that you can get into by being authentic with your brand and and never shying away from that and trying to be like someone else because it doesn't work. It doesn't. Yeah. You for a reason. Your brand is what it is because you wanted it to be that way. Um, and to avoid these hurdles is trying to really um, make sure that your brand replicates what you envision and nothing else. Yeah. Um, and off that same thing like if if you if you can be authentic with who you are and and understand like the things that you do really well and understand the things that you don't do well and maybe those are like skills you need to work on but if you can be authentic and leverage what you do really well i mean that's that's the ticket like as soon as you try and start either being a person you're not or, you know, especially with social media now, like trying to like, you know, push something that you, you really don't understand, or you don't even like, you know, inside you, you don't care about anyways, like you just, it just doesn't work. And you end up fucking just dried up. Like you got to stay authentic. Like you got to enjoy everything you do. Cause especially with this industry and, and like everything else too, like there's a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of things that you need to be doing. So if, if you're authentic and you really care about what you're doing, it becomes so much easier to just continue to do those things. I agree a hundred percent. 
Okay, real fast before we end, let's uh, to to two coaches. We kind of touched on this already here, but two coaches and trainers getting started. Um, what is something that you wish you would have been told or taught in the beginning? Um, I guess to to be authentic would be one. To be honest. Um, because again, you know, where I started at at 24 Hour Fitness, it was a, it was a, a business driven off of replicating what the next guy, the upper guy did because he was producing, right? He was bringing in the most revenue every month when we had sales meetings, you know, and and understanding that um, it's not 100% about the sales, right? Um, but yeah, like just trying to, if some wish somebody told me in the beginning to not really replicate what's going on. Right. And just try to really find your niche in it and, and roll with it that way. Because if you do, then you're going to get in this never ending spiral of always trying to do what the next guy did to just be on top. Um, and it took me, you know, months to figure that out because I was just trying to get my foot, my feet ahead of me, in the industry when it came to being in the corporate gym and i quickly found that that didn't work luckily i had the instinct to have to do that right i'm like this is not me organic at all like yeah i want to train people like this in this fashion and i don't think they're going to gravitate to me that way and once i went my own path then that's when everyone started to come towards me and then those guys that were the top dogs weren't they weren't feeling like the top dogs yeah Everyone was asking me for, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I've only been here for year yet. Like, so I'll just like people that just having that charisma when it comes to, to training and, um, and not uh, really giving people a chance, I think is one of them, right? It's because again, um, being in corporate America and, and training that way, it's, they're looking for the high ticket client. And that's the point of where I knew I didn't want to be there is because I would have people that were extremely obese to have no true functionality of their body. So, but the price point of training at the facility was too high. So they couldn't do it. And that left the desk. I just couldn't help them in any way because they couldn't afford it. And I knew right then and there, I'm like, this is, I can't do this. I want to be able to help everyone no matter what it is. But this place isn't allowing me to, and I have to run the systems they run. Uh, I wish someone brought that to my attention sooner that I would run into those things. <laughs> uh, it really, it really kind of messed me up that first year. I just, I found myself really trying to just find the high ticket client because we needed to meet numbers, and it just was so consumed by that. Um, I love the most about being independent and, and my own, you know, boss is that I don't have to answer to anybody with that. You know, my brand, you know, thrives or falls um, under me. If I don't do the work happen, um, I like having that control. Um, probably the reason why I don't have anybody hired with my business yet. I don't know. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I just love having the relationships I have. Um, yeah. And I People inquire to the business, they inquire, you know, seeing my face there. Um, and I don't have a team of people. So I, I just love, 
I just love that that um, that energy they bring to the gym and the relationships we have. And I couldn't have enough mentors and coaches tell me that because they were just all flawed and trying to make the most they could. And yeah, I, I didn't. You know, it's hard for me to answer those kind of questions because I didn't really have mentors. I didn't really have coaches leading me in the right direction. The first experience I had at my first facility with a guy who I thought was a mentor of mine, I looked up to him because he was crushing training in the industry and had the best clients ever, high ticketed and had his own facility, you know, and were preached to me how many hours he worked and how much he made, all this. And I'm like, ah. Like, I want to be able to function like that to provide for my family. And, you know, at the end of the day, all, he didn't care about me at all. Uh, he yeah. was just from underneath me. Um, and the process of growth my business was having because he didn't like that it was starting to overshadow his, you know. And that's, I guess, my experience with mentors and coaches were flawed after that. Yeah. After that. So, found myself really just navigating in the direction I wanted to um, taking what some people said all like I was like oh yeah how can I really trust you like yeah uh, but this is where social media and YouTube and stuff help is like there's so many people out there giving out content like this and yeah. so I I just literally absorbed as much information as I could in every avenue of the business and you know, I can say I follow some accounts that, you know, I feel like I know them as people and that mm -hmm. they have taught me a lot of what I do for my brand. And if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't have that. So there's a benefit there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely. Absolutely. I, I kind, kind of the same thing, man, for me, like I started in, it wasn't a box gym, you know, Emporia Fitness is just a privately owned gym. So I was, you know, basically built the business with no understanding of how to really do anything. It was just, you know, I was in there and I started training and I went to uh, Kansas city in 19 and had the whole corporate experience, which is kind of the same experience that you're talking about, like having the sales meeting and just feeling like we're just running people through this thing. And, you know, there are a few people uh, that I, I still am in touch with that, you know, genuinely cared about people. And then there were again, like those master trainers that are just like, you know, they don't even care about you at all. <laughs> and, and that's why, like, I have a hard time now even working out at those type of facilities. Yeah. Like, well, I love when I come to Emporia to see family, I go to yours. It's just so like community driven and just, yeah. I just can't like, I can't go. This is, I mean, I can't go to your, I can't go to those. Like, it's so it's toxic to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, and, but, but again, like you, like even you mentioned the corporate environment did teach me like how to actually run a business. So upon leaving, I was like, oh, like this is how you actually, you know, schedule sessions and, you know, do all that stuff. So that, I took that away, but yeah, in the same, same boat. Like I was like, ah, this is like a sour taste in my mouth. And it's just, yeah. it, it is what it is. I didn't like the kind of person you had to be in order to yeah. be. And I'm just like, that's just, I can't, I'd rather, you know, go out and fail a million times and do this. And it's, you weren't making too much money there anyway. So it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
from you. Let's be honest. I'm just like, sometimes I think back on that. I'm just like, God, these companies are just like, yeah, they finish for like, they have no hope. And that's why they don't last long. Yeah. I have a buddy that I literally worked with that 24 back when I did. And he's still in corporate fitness now, you know, lifetime is where he's at, but it's like, I know he hasn't, and I know he's very capable of being super successful. I worked for him for years, and but I just afraid of taking that step because they make like you can't succeed unless you're here. They do. They pretty mm-hmm. much you cannot succeed if you walk out these doors. There's no way. Yeah. Like, and then they have these non-compete, you know, things, and then they make it impossible for you to even retake, get clients. Because they won't let you start off where you left off with the ones you had. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and I get it, but it just sucks. Yeah. Sucky situation. So, yeah. We're in that top 1% that's doable. Yeah. And and it works, man. Like we both, you know, have the same, you know, the same thing, being authentic, doing what we wanted to do. And I mean, it works. It does, does take a lot of work to do it, but I think, the end result is so much more fulfilling. Yeah, it is. Get to do. Really. Yeah. All the stress is worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, we're about eleven thirty-one, man. I don't want to steal too much of your of your day. I appreciate you, man, for getting on here. This is this is great, man. I'll send you a. Uh, um, a notification when I get all this stuff put out there. Perfect. Right on, man. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Have a great rest of your day, brother. Thanks, bro.